0: <sighs> hmm.
1: Well, there we go. You sit here long enough. Drew says, yes, let's get going. Says Drew, of course, is in charge.
0: Hey, everybody. I'm Amy Scott. Welcome back to Make Me Smart, where we make today make sense.
1: I'm Kyle Rizdahl. Back on a Friday for the first time, I think, in a very long time. It feels like I have not done this on a Friday in a long, long time. Thanks to everybody joining us on the podcast and on the YouTube live stream for uh, economics on tap the day in the week where we do the news fix with drinks in hand although i don't have any happy to talk about that later also maybe a little game at the end are you drinking miss scott what are you drinking
0: yes i am uh i was too lazy last week to make an old fashioned, so i i did uh, it today so cheers good job there sorry you, go. you don't have cheers. anything to I... to talk about
1: Well, uh, well, you know, so so here's the deal. You didn't bring a can of water this morning. Let me I didn't bring a can of water. (laughs) I interviewed the liquid death guy this week. I should have brought a can of water. But but I thought about this while I was running this morning. So number one, I have a soccer game this afternoon. So I'm not drinking. Number two, I'm doing dry January. So I'm not drinking. I will also say dry January is miserable. Yeah. Well, you know, it's very interesting. I don't think I would do it again. It's an interesting exercise. Uh, I don't think I would Mm -hmm. do it again. I would do like a dry week, you know, whatever. But it did occur to me that um, I, in particular, have, in the course of this podcast on Friday afternoons, um, not been uh, truly aware of those who don't drink, who are in recovery, who, for whatever reason, uh, can't drink, whatever. And so just a nod to them and a shout out to them, because there are people... Uh, who like this podcast, who don't imbibe. And that's cool, too. And I just want to give them an nod. Yeah. And I thought about that a lot while I was running this morning, so nod has been given. There you go. All
0: right. I anyway. approve. I appreciate that. So as you know, I'm terrible at looking at the chat, so I don't know if other people are piping in with what they're drinking. Uh,
1: let's see. Oh, a Nordic sidecar. I don't even know what that is. A sidecar made with Ooh. Minnesota-made Aquavit. Oh, my God. Aquavit is serious stuff. My dad... Oof, yeah,
0: that sounds amazing.
1: Yeah, aquavit's a little scary, actually. A little scary. It's like, it's like I don't really know like, what
0: it is, like but caffeine. I ate at a restaurant called it's, Aquavit once.
1: Yes, as have I. In, Maybe they in New served York, it. Right?
0: Yeah, in New York, right? In New York. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. Yeah, you bet. You bet. I'm not even sure it's still there, actually. Yeah, uh, probably not. Nothing the is there. Anyway, uh, let's do a little news, shall we? You go first, while I Google Aquavit the restaurant.
0: Okay, that sounds good. Yeah. So I'm going to start uh, with a sober topic just because I want to acknowledge that the nation is really preparing for this video to come out um, tonight showing the beating of Tyree Nichols by five police officers in Memphis. They've been charged in his killing. And, you know, cities around the country are are anticipating protests in response. And I think uh, a lot of folks are on edge Um, But I wanted to direct folks' attention to uh, a story in The New York Times. Clyde McGrady had a good accounting of police reforms in the last couple of years since Mm -hmm. the murder of George Floyd in Minneapolis. States have passed more than 140 oversight laws, which is, I think, pretty significant. They're mostly focused on accountability and transparency. Activists, of course, would like to see um, a lot more work done on this issue. Um, Memphis itself uh, voted to require the Memphis Police Department to adopt policies to reduce the use of excessive force. Obviously, that is going to be uh, revisited. Um, so really just to, you know, acknowledge that's that's going on and um, yeah. hoping that yeah. the weekend passes peacefully.
1: Yeah, me too. And, and just a word here, that video is going to be everywhere um, and you don't have to watch it. You don't have, yeah, because you know it can be traumatic, and and yeah, I'm 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 not gonna watch it. Yeah, I don't plan to either. I don't feel the need. Yeah, yeah. So totally uh, right. different topic. One, yeah? There's really yeah. no good yeah, yeah.
0: way to make this transition. But uh, since I'm here and I cover housing, just wanted to give you this little uh, glimmer of maybe a thaw in the housing market. We've been kind of talking mm-hmm. about that a lot on, the, on Marketplace this week. But today, the official numbers, the pending home sales numbers from the National Association of Realtors came out for December. It was the first increase in pending home sales uh, of existing homes in seven months. Um, Hmm. which is significant. Hmm. And we've seen, you know, interest rates falling in the last couple of months. That's certainly driving more interest in sales. And pending sales are seen as a a fresher indicator of the housing market because these are houses under contract that haven't closed yet. The closing process can take a month or more. And so this is, uh, you know, sort of real time, as real time as we get with these kinds of things, uh, a sign that the housing market may be thawing just a bit.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, and people coming back after having been scared off by those interest, by those mortgage rates. Um, exactly. Okay, so here's mine. Uh, quick item uh, that I saw in the New York Times today it's data from uh, the International Energy Agency pointing out that in 2022, China used uh, uh, less gas and oil uh, for the first time in decades. Which makes total sense. Right. Most of that country, most of that economy was shut down for large parts of last year. The big cities were shut down. People weren't traveling. All that jazz. Right. Makes total sense. And that's not why I bring it up. I bring it up because Hmm. as painful as it is being right now uh, to open back up in China because COVID is running rampant and people are trying to figure it out. Economic activity is going to pick up and oil and gas consumption is going to pick up. And what happens when consumption and demand pick up? Well, the price goes up. Right. And so while we have been enjoying, generally speaking, falling oil and gas prices for six ish, maybe eight ish months, I think with the Chinese economy coming back online, uh, American consumers, because let's remember, oil is a global commodity. Right. And it is a global market. American consumers need to be ready for slightly to moderately higher uh, oil and gas prices. It would not surprise me at all by the middle of ish of the year, you know. So Yeah, I was wondering what
0: that. that's going to mean for carbon emissions, too, because, you know, oh, in yeah. the beginning of the pandemic, yeah. we saw the United States emissions drop significantly. They've, yep. they've since uh, started growing again, and so I wonder if we'll see even bigger numbers this year as China Absolutely. has its own recovery.
1: Definitely will. Definitely will. Uh, okay. I believe we've come to uh, the Drew Johnstead portion of this. Part. Shall we play a game? We shall. We shall indeed. By the way, Aquavit is still open in New York City. so Oh, nice. Go.
0: That's good. I'm glad we yeah. didn't yeah. <laughs> mistakenly yeah. say right. they were gone.
1: Oh, my Lord. All right. So half full, half empty is the game. Uh, Drew Jostak gives us the news,
2: uh, and we will tell you how we are feeling about them. Drew, uh, go. This first one is a real estate topic. Uh, a new project, proposed project for the Baldwin Hills neighborhood of L.A. has a Costco on the ground floor and then... <laughs> Apartments above it, are you half full or half empty on the concept? <laughs>
0: oh, interesting. Well, Go ahead, housing person. Uh, how, wait, how many levels of apartments?
2: Um, i <laughs> that's probably too The detailed. sketch looks like five floors. It's a total of 800 apartments. Oh, wow. Okay. That's a lot of apartments. Well, I'm, you know,
0: I'm in favor of new housing. Yay. I mean, I think that makes sense. I hope it's nice. Yeah. Uh, I am not a Costco devotee. I know there are some that have, you know, hosted this program previously. Um uh, it's just too far from my household. So I can't I can't say like yay, upstairs from Costco. I hope they're big enough and have pantries though because if you're buying in bulk, it takes a lot of space.
1: Well, it- Exactly. So so look, I'm half full on this for two reasons. <laughs> Number one, mixed use, right? Mixed use uh, developments and and walkability. One imagines that that's going to be a good neighborhood. And so, yes, I'm in favor of that. Also, I am or have been a Costco devotee. And that actually came up in a conversation my wife and I, w- I were having the other day. So like eight or nine years ago, when all three boys were still home and, and our daughter is here and we had four kids and two adults, we were going to Costco like every 10 days. And we would go and buy four gallons of milk every 10 days, and we would blow through it. I went to the yeah. store the other day and got a half a gallon of milk just because it's three. Oh. And we don't have three ravenous. <laughs> I'm boys. always sad. And that's when why I'm God selling the, minivan. About the
0: empty It was nest. a little sad.
1: It was a little sad. It was a change. It's not empty yet, but it's way less crowded than it used it's to be. Emptying. Let me tell you. Yeah. Let yeah. me tell you. We are so about half a gallon of milk at a time, one. family. That's right.
2: That's Half right. full of milk. That's right. True. what's next? <laughs> Half full or half empty on the drama with the m ms
1: Oh, my God. Oh, can brother. somebody fill me in on this? Because I genuinely don't know what happened.
0: So, Seriously. Drew, I don't know if you want to fill him in. I can do my best. I think the TLDR is it looks like it was just a stunt. They they like said the m M&M, m you know, characters were taking a pause after some conservative criticism that they were trying to be too quote-unquote woke by including, yeah. you know, purple and making them less sexy. I was like, were the M&Ms ever sexy? This is insane.
1: No, it was
0: weird. It, it was totally weird. <laughs> the whole thing fair. was really weird. And I just read a, a story in the Times that suggests that maybe this was just to try to get more people to watch their commercial oh, for, for the Super Bowl. The, the cartoon characters are not gone. Hopefully Maya Rudolph is involved because she's awesome. But, yeah, I'm half empty and, and on the th- whole thing
1: thing yeah like like tucker carlson got spun up and it became a yes. thing yeah half empty i'm all the way
2: empty forget it boo <laughs> i'm
1: empty boo all
2: right boo, boo, boo. next topic is a new service <laughs> for amazon prime members that is a prescription generic prescription drug subscription service half full or half hmm. empty
1: Uh, yeah, I I might even like to see some kind of variation on the, so I'm half full because people need medications and if we can get them cheaper, that's great, but Amazon Prime is not cheap and I think if they could come up with some Mm. cheaper subscription service that let you get those medications at a decent price, that would be better, but generally speaking, I'm half full because, look, drugs are expensive.
0: Yeah, I guess I would say I'm half empty just because I think we don't need one company that does so much in our economy and maybe someone else can do that yeah
1: yep that's fair here's the thing though wasn't also, there a they company killed smile like on...
0: which was like the way that you could donate oh, yeah that's true to they a did. charity You're of right. your choice and there are all these small that's charities true. that including our kids school that got you know a little bit of chunk yep. of change from that so maybe i'm yep. just kind of mad totally at Amazon true. right now
1: totally true
2: yeah uh all right true uh we want to do a poll on the next poll. Oh, yeah. oh,
1: are we there Thanks already? Yes, of course, me. we want to do a poll. Holy cow, I'm just blowing through this thing. Yeah, so, Amy, for those of you on the poll. YouTube
0: live stream, we're going to take a little poll on this last topic. So, don't forget to weigh in with your answers and hopefully someone will tell me what your answers are.
1: Yeah, I have not yet figured this out. So, <laughs> Mel or whoever's <laughs> running this thing has to hook us up. I'm, I'm a little helpless yeah. on this thing. Uh, okay, so we will hold our responses and give you guys, you know, 30 seconds ish to weigh in on the poll. Uh, and this obviously is for the YouTubers on Friday afternoon. It's not for the people listening to the pod later. Sorry. Okay,
2: Drew. Are you half full or half empty on people using chat GPT to write cover letters for job applications?
1: Hmm. Hmm. Very interesting. Very interesting. I have thoughts. I have thoughts.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Which I will share in like 20 seconds. You yeah. know.
0: So we won't be swayed by our audience.
1: That is correct. That is I feel correct.
0: like every week it's going to be a new variation on ChatGPT.
1: I know, right? Well, it is, and that's the thing. I mean, this is still early days yet. Really early
0: days. I saw really, someone in really Bloomberg tried to get ChatGPT to create an ETF that would beat the stock market. <laughs> and the oh, answer was is that right?
1: Oh my god. Hilarious.
0: It was like, "Please huh? consult a financial you know, professional before. No,
1: did. really. Oh, that's so. It was funny. basically like we can't, so we can't funny. do
0: that. Yeah.
1: All right. Uh, okay. All right. You I'm go, uh, I'm calling it. I go. Okay. So generally speaking, I'm opposed, although uh, I am not a luddite, and I cannot stand a thwart uh, the the river of history that's coming at us with AI and technology and all that jazz, and it's going to happen. I just want us to be smart about it. And I want people to understand the downsides of relying on artificial intelligence for stuff that human intelligence ought to do. And I think making yourself presentable to an employer is a thing that human intelligence ought to do. So I'm kind of half empty-ish. That's where I am.
0: Yeah, I would agree. I hate to be a downer. At first I was like, oh, wouldn't it be nice to have help with that? Because that cover letter, I'm thinking about like applying for grants, which I do uh, for my films. And it's you just want somebody to like help you with that introduction. So again, right. I understand the 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 temptation, but I would agree with Kai like communication is really important and um
1: Right.
0: Yeah, I guess I'm half empty. Sorry, yeah, Drew. I feel like skill. we've been kind totally. of down on totally. the
1: All right. So, here is the poll results. Wow. We're pretty split. 161 votes. 50% of you are half full, 49% of you are Ooh. half empty. Hmm. I don't know what that says about our audience. <laughs> I don't know. Yes, I know. I kind of want to know. I want to know what people are
0: thinking who are half full. We should. Yeah. Um,
1: well, yeah. Yeah. so so look, let's let's do this. We're going to talk about um, Kimberly and I. So Kimberly's coming back next week, uh, which we'll get to in a second. But we're going to talk about AI and chat GPT. So if you've got thoughts on, on that topic, generally speaking, write to us. We'll choose some of them. Get them on the pod um and uh and you know and and that, yeah, I would like
0: that. to to I'm be saying. convinced or at yeah. least you know to hear why right. people are in favor of that
1: totally, totally, uh so uh, I kind of buried the lead there. Kimberly's coming back on Monday she 's been I think off on a family vacation, I believe i don't know uh Amy Scott has been awesome the past couple of weeks, and Matt Levin and, oh. and Janet and everybody else who's filled in. I think Sam Fields did it once or twice. Um, so thanks to all y'all who, uh, who did the thing while Kimberly and I were off doing other things. If you have, by the way, a question (laughs) you want us to answer for, what do you want on a Wednesday? Uh, or if you've got just a comment or a question or anything, or the answer to the make me smart question, send us what you got. Here's how to do that.
0: You can leave a voicemail at 508 Smart. just one last time. Remember, that's the letter U, the letter B,
1: <laughs> S-M-A-R-T,
0: or you can email mm. makemesmart at marketplace.org.
1: I don't think it's the last time we'll see you hearing this guy. I don't
0: <laughs> For a while.
1: I don't think so. Make Me Smart is produced by Courtney Bergseeker. Today's episode was engineered by Drew Jostad, who also wrote the theme music to our game, Half Full, Half Empty. Antonio Barreras is our intern.
0: The team behind our Friday game is Mel Rosenberg, Emily McCune, and Antoinette Brock. Marissa Cabrera is our acting senior producer. Bridget Bodner is the director of podcasts. And Francesca Levy is the executive director of digital.
1: Perfect done Perfect done
0: We all want to be our best selves, but it can be an expensive journey. From experimenting with alternative medicine...